Um, okay, can you, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter. Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Good, good, good news, everyone! Hello, 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 and welcome to the world of tomorrow. I say, I say, welcome to the world of tomorrow. Well, that's a little bit different. I am Daniel. And I'm Fuckleberry Hen. And it looks Daniel, like... Daniel, it's great to see you, Daniel. I, I know, I know it's been a while. Um, but uh, you are always one of the good ones. Can I, well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Can I ask what happened to Willie? Do are we? Is he? Oh, I don't, you, I'm not. You don't need to worry your pretty little heart about Willie. Uh, he's just running a little bit late. He asked <laughs> if I could help start the show, and and I said, you know what? I'll do anything, y'all. My family at this point. And, you know, I thought, I said to myself, I haven't talked to Daniel in a while. Uh, yeah, that's true. We haven't talked, Fuckleberry. It's been a while. How have things been? Are you are uh, You, you know, we've been well? good. The Little League team, it got banned. Oh, uh, I forgot about the Little League team. And we're not doing that no more. Um, the car dealership okay. is doing a lot better this season. Uh, for the listeners who don't remember, uh, my name is Fuckleberry Hen. <laughs> And uh, I am a Southern gentleman. And as well, I knew a little man you might know by the name of Mark Twain back in the day. We grew up together. That's and right. uh, let's just say he and I see different worlds eye to eye. And I don't think that some of what he wrote is necessarily the truth. Oh, right, right. Your understanding of... He copied my life and said it was mid, his. <laughs> Mid-19th century Americana is, is, is actually your... your, your These are all my stories and he stole them from me and he didn't even ask permission. And he ripped them off. Much like, I guess, another tome you might be familiar with, the Bible. Or for you English speakers, the Bible. Oh, I thought you were talking about Michael Buble's new album. The Bible. <laughs> I believe Bible. it's actually a... It's a, what do you call it when two artists do uh, a uh, collaboration? It's a yeah, it's a collaboration with Justin Between. Bieber and Michael Bublé. It's called the Bublé. <laughs> oh well, and I had you know what I did see the credits for that, and guess who produced it? Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He what? <laughs> now, well, now, 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 Daniel, how you doing? I'm just I'm lovely. It's been a, a very Decent week. There's uh, all all different sorts of stuff going on. Um, you know, speaking of a week, about a week back, about, about a week back. A week back. <laughs> Shout out to Doc, our high school uh, substitute teacher, who is perhaps still with us. I, I think know. I'm actually. I think he may have actually picked that up from me because he's read your books. Because that, well, yes. you know vicariously my books of course i did not take pen to paper and literally literate on them books but i did now do all them stories with my own life yes that's true and and um 
do you have any particular story that you'd like to share with us today during our um, <coughs> conversation? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and uh, I think a demon just escaped from your body, Daniel. I'm so glad Willie isn't here because Willie doesn't like my burps. But Fuckleberry, you seem to be quite taken with them. I'm not mad. I'm just impressed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's so kind of you to say, Fuckleberry. Now, you were saying, do I have any stories? And Daniel, that's a loaded question because you know I always got a lot of them there stories. That's However, true. you know, when I'm thinking about how there are certain people in this country who maybe or maybe not had inallegedly caused an insurrection. <laughs> In <laughs> okay, oh boy, okay, and how there's a uh a DOJ going after DTJ, and how all <laughs> these DJs are out there playing a playlist and they ain't really touching the vinyl at all, and that's a goddamn shame. <laughs> but I do have one thing that reminds me of that's right, the original Fuckleberry. Now, I did Your tell grandpappy? y'all, I did tell y'all my grandpappy, Fuckleberry the first. Uh, I did tell you the origin story of his name and therefore my name, so we don't need to hash that out. Uh, but True. you can, let's just say he loved bushes, berry he bushes. would inseminate them. And that did lead him to, um, you know, in a weirdly parallel kind of way, lead a berry man insurrection onto Washington, that there, D.C. And right. Um, right. You know, I told you about how the famous words, this is a Barry nation, <laughs> were uttered on that day. And I do right. believe that was January 6, 1806. 1806. So uh, that would have been, I think, Andrew Jackson? Wait, I think that's right. I think the Trail of Tears was right around there. Of course, I, 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 I wasn't born yet. Oh, right. He was my grandfather. This is before my time. I've heard these stories. There are family stories passed down through the generations. And uh, I do print out a copy of it and put it in a little leaflet in every car that I sell at my dealership. Yes, that is true. And I got it wrong. I was thinking of the Louisiana Purchase, which was 1803, I believe. But Thomas Jefferson was the president during that. Thomas Jefferson. 1829. Now, here's the thing about Thomas Jefferson that um, this the story, you know, you didn't get this part. I did tell you that a lot of my grandfather's insurrection failed miserably uh, and mostly because the men that were insta- who were in, in, in his part of his army. And now I'm mm-hmm. I do. I do. Willie did give me one order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. What is this? And that is. <laughs> We've got ourselves a pee-pee Tom. <laughs> was I was I goaded into this? Was I an unwitting? <laughs> was I goaded? Was I an unwitting, unwitting, and unwilling participant? I did not realize we were going to do this. Well, let's just check pee-pee Tom report. The pee-pee uh, Tom report. We have a couple, a gal mid to late 20s and her cute boyfriend who is crossing his legs but he is in sweats not standing so we'll just keep an eye on that situation as we move across the park we've got a nice old asian couple who seems to be doing some sort of exercise uh by just okay keeping their bones their healthy together. oh yeah, okay yeah 
Maybe that's not the best know. for your bones, but um, yeah. Oh, they—they look. Oh, they look so cute. They look like they've been married. I'm just—I just make up backstories for people. Like they've been married for 120 years. So this is maybe a little bit less PP Tom news and more PP Tom fan fiction. <laughs> it's news to me. <laughs> Okay, PP Tom reports K and Y news over and out. PPT news. <laughs> and now I was saying that uh, you know I think one of my grandfather's biggest mistakes was creating an army out of men made entirely out of berries. Uh, right. Now you know not necessarily that he could kip, he could pick these progeny, and I pun intended because oh, people do pick nice berries. consonants there. Um. And, you know, they all died because all the American soldiers, all the U.S. soldiers ate them. I mean, it was a bunch of berry men. And, of course, they did taste juicy and delicious. And there's not readily available produce in 1806, tell you what. Now, one thing I wanted to say here is a little bit of commentary. And, you know, I don't necessarily like to say all of my political uh, ideas <laughs> all the time. But here's the thing. Joe Biden... He ain't got nothing on Thomas Jefferson because you know what? Thomas Jefferson fought my grandfather hand-to-hand karate combat. <laughs> and I've never seen Joe Biden pick up a gi in his life. <laughs> and who won? Well, of course, Thomas Jefferson kicked my grandfather's ass. <laughs> How old was Thomas he Jefferson? He kicked his ass then? so bad that upon returning home, my grandfather then had to commission a painting, a framed painting of Thomas Jefferson, put it above the hearth, and then have a little inscription that says, <laughs> I got my ass kicked by this U.S. president in hand-to-hand karate combat. Considering he was almost 60, which back in the day was the equivalent of 80, which is basically Joe Biden's age, uh, that's pretty impressive for TJ. Good for also, him. That's what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, Look, he was six two. Also, here's the thing so. is a lot of people don't know this about presidents. As a current president, you have access to one item of all past presidents to bring with you into a hand to hand combat fight situation. Now, I've heard that. I've heard we that all know sense. George Washington's wooden teeth are probably the most dangerous weapon to go up against in a fight. And Thomas Jefferson didn't even need him to kick the ass of my grandfather. What did what did he use instead? He didn't even need to use a weapon. He just he just used his fists. Well, I guess he did. He, <laughs> <laughs> what did he? What 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 item did he choose? Nothing. Well, I I, I think it was more so he kind of he kind of used uh, one of James Madison's geese. But James Madison hadn't been president yet. Oh, I know. <laughs> he was just the one who was closest who had a gi, you know, because it's the early 1800s. America didn't have really good trade routes with Japan yet. And so getting a, a, an authentic gi at the time was not easy. Uh, but, you know, Jefferson insisted on on having a gi. That's how he liked to fight. And um, I think his was maybe being fixed up at the moment um, by what's that lady name who sewed the flag? Um, Betty White. Betty, <laughs> it's not fucking Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Susan B. Anthony, <laughs> it's Susan B. Anthony. She did the flag. Yes, is that right? Is. is that yes. right? Yes, yes. Susan B. Anthony, the lady the on the golden dollar. Zachary <laughs> 
No, they hadn't met yet. Okay, it's it it, it was always attributed to Susan B. Anthony, but Betsy Ross. That is not true. Oh, Betty Betsy Ross. That's whom I'm thinking. Betsy Ross, the mother of Rick Ross. I did know that. Oh yes, Betsy Ross. Yes, Betsy Elizabeth. Ross could definitely fire off a verse or two, um, and she originated the uh, the term "boost." <laughs> And that's how that's how young Ricky Ross picked that up, and and now he's famous for it. Maybe Richard, which is funny because it was um, Betsy Ross, Rick Ross, and then Rick Ross's son, Little Richard. Well, because you know <laughs> Rick Ross, he is now maybe medium Ross because he's a lot less big he used to be. Um, True, and Little Richard now has become medium Richard. On account of relatively, he is bigger compared to to other Ross. Rose. <laughs> I'm just so sad I didn't remember Susan B. Anthony. Wait. <laughs> Fucking Betsy Ross, not Susan B. Anthony. God damn it. I uh, thought you were a historian, Daniel. I, I am. You're but tripping century, up a little bit here. Not fucking 18th century. The 18th century was a snooze. It was all a bunch of smelly white guys with poopy butts. Now, we can agree on that. But I will say, Thomas Jefferson, he had a clean ass. (laughs) Did your grandpappy eat out Thomas Jefferson's butt? (laughs) No, I wouldn't say that. But, you know, there was a moment when, you know, Thomas Jefferson had sort of done a chop mid-level. And my grandpappy, he sort of crumpled curled over <laughs> and then he hit his head on the ground and then he he sort of lumped over and at that point thomas jefferson went for what is uh today i believe called a ground and pound uh except he wanted to start <laughs> it by just jumping his ass right onto my grandfather's face um and he he got close i think grandfather rolled out the way if i remember the story correctly mm-hmm. uh he barely missed uh but According to the legend, there was no poopy butt smell. Uh, <laughs> he was alarmingly close to Thomas Jefferson's butt. So, this podcast has already gone off the rails, and I am so happy about it. Um, yes, okay, you were one hundred percent right. It was well, Daniel. Uh, why don't we get these things back on the rails and do a little something that you guys like to call "Good News, Everyone." Now, uh, I'm, I'm a listener, so I do know how this how this works. And, and Dana, why don't you go ahead and share with us some good news? Uh, I would be glad to. So um, a few weeks ago, my dad sent me my Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Dragon Ball Z cards. And if you see Willie on the way out, you should tell him this. But okay, going okay. Through, do you know if Willie still has his cards? I think the last time I was spying on him... He <laughs> did not, but they may be at his parents' house. I would urge Willie to definitely fucking check on that because I have a shadowless Charizard, which apparently is extremely rare, That and I did not know this. But if it's in mint condition, it sells for like 6500 fucking dollars. So we talking Spearmint or Wintermint Spear- or what kind of mint? <laughs> um, just Green Mint. Okay, okay. But you have to, like, fuck around and get them, like, um, looked at by PSA, and that takes two months. So I'm going to go to, like, the Bob's Comet Castle of San Francisco tomorrow and have them appraise my collection and be like, okay, these are the ones you should or shouldn't send in. And then I'm thinking of selling a couple of them. But they only only give you, like, 
30 to 40 percent of the value or they give you like 50 to 60 percent of the value in store credit and so it's like a game stop but with collector cards yes exactly they Not say we know single cards anymore we know that you ain't got much of a choice here and so we gonna make you we gonna let you know it's worth a lot but we ain't gonna give it all to you right exactly so i'm gonna be like okay which one should i do the guy seems really nice so i'm excited to see him and meet him and talk to him because he's like definitely equally autistic as i am <laughs> so we're gonna get along swimmingly well i but, hope you can make a new friend there and make yeah, a little bit of nice. that green uh-huh. and i've got like a boatload like i've got like 80 76 cards half are japanese half are english and then I've got a bunch of Dragon Ball Z cards. And some of the Dragon, like most of the Dragon Ball Z cards aren't really worth jack shit. Some of them are worth a lot. And like I kept pretty good, kept my DBZ cards in pretty good shape. So I will keep you apprised of my grand total. But I am, this is like my new hobby is like selling my cards. And I'm like, this is actually kind of a fun hobby because A, it's nostalgic. And I get to like look back at all my mm-hmm. old cards and be like, oh yeah, I remember that. That was great. And then B, your boy's making some Skrilla on the side. That's pretty impressive. Out. I remember that, you know, your nostalgia makes me think about how I used to collect uh, hoop stick uh, trading cards. (laughs) The best hoop stick players in all the South, uh, they each had their own trading card. Now, back then, we didn't have the photographs, really. I mean, I think there there were cameras someplace, but, you know, it was a lot of drawings. And so you had Tennessee Billiams. He was good. Um (laughs) Derek Wicker. Derek Wicker was one of the bad boys of the hoopstick game. Okay, yes, I've heard I've heard um, good things. We had Melanie Tonsil, and she was the first woman to go professional hoopstick. She really changed the game for everybody. <laughs> they um, let women play? Oh yeah. I mean, once they found out how good Melanie was, they kind of realized, oh, we've been why did we think only men could do this? This is sort of doesn't really go down the dividing line of the physical abilities between men and women. I, it doesn't really make any sense. So you fair. I guess you could say about Melanie um, in modern terms, um, she ate, she and ate. she did eat, and she famously <laughs> ate one of the hoops after they won a game, and no one had ever done that before because of, of course those hoops are made of wood. <laughs> That's true. Um, I'm guessing she had split more splinters than George Washington did in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right she she gave a smile to the sketch artist afterwards and i think that is one of the rarer cards you could you could have gotten back then was uh melanie after she had to splinter teeth from eating a hoop from the championship <laughs> splinter teeth might name. now i never saw one in real life but i had i had heard that but you know now that i'm thinking about it guess who told me sam and you know that liar oh samuel clemens oh yes okay yeah, sorry. A lot of people know him as Mark Twain. I knew him as Samuel Clements. Uh, he's a big Samuel. fat liar. And of course, that's why he changed his name. Um, and, you know, if you if A and B didn't equal two in this case for you, uh, he got the name Huckleberry Finn from me. He just switched the first letters of my name around. Huckleberry Hen, right? <laughs> which, which makes the most sense. Um, well, I think we should jump into the episode, given our time. <laughs> Considering it's the last episode of the season. <laughs> oh, hey, Daniel. Sorry I'm late. I just. Oh, my gosh. My guy. There you are. All right. I got to go. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Huckleberry. Huckleberry. Took over for you. 
Buckleberry. Uh, uh, thanks, oh, Buckleberry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome back. Boss! <gasps> we have more? We've always we had new? that one. We have? Yeah. Did we always? Oh, we always had the news one because we did the news one ages ago. That was like season one. Oh, the tech news one. The one where um, <laughs> Newton's own was going to become part of Fang. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Fang Companies is now Newman's Netflix own. Netflix is out. Of- Newman's own is in. Newman's own is in. <laughs> Um, yes, and I've recently heard that uh, Amazon is being replaced by ASICs as well. <laughs> <laughs> and Amazon being replaced by Auntie Anne's pretzels. <laughs> I was going to say Annie's cheddar bunnies. <laughs> well, we're going to have to replace the fang every time. Um, I'm pretty sure G is going to be Granny Smith apples and F will be... Um, Pharaoh. I can never find Pharaoh at the store. I'm too afraid to make it. The grain? Yeah, I made cracked barley one time and it tasted like literal 1820s porridge. Like, probably has that. (laughs) Cracked (laughs) barley. Like, no, thank you. It's like beer stew. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's just hot beer. (laughs) But with chunks in it. German people would enjoy. Yeah, it's like hot, chunky beer stew. This is so good. Oh, this is delicious. This is delicious. What is this? Hot beer? Hot beer? Somebody get me a pretzel and some streusel. And some mustard. <laughs> and some mustard for my hot beer stew. Sick. <laughs> well, anyway, well, guys, let's jump into it. Today we're going to cover season four, episode 12, where no fan has gone before. And now this took both of us by surprise. This yeah, is the season I finale. It really stuck episodes. up on us. Next episode, because this is the shortest season of any of the the original um, original run throughs or original before it got canceled uh, seasons. Well, but season one was only nine episodes, I think. Uh, you're talking production. I'm actually talking air date. So I'm talking. Yeah, I made that up. I don't know that. No, much. I'm talking. You're, you're wait, what are right. we? Do we do broadcast or we do production? We do production. We do production, yeah, because that's how it's organized. Because because they add in like season um, six as the movies, right? And then season seven. So anyway, as the new ones. I this like is no the notes. last, guys. This is the last episode of season four. Do you see? Like, usually I have so many notes, and it's like full or like on multiple pages. <laughs> he, only, he only has half a page this time. And I hope you weren't trying to look at what I wrote down. Cause so I saw the, I saw the trivia yeah. stars because that's what I do too. I write a thing down and I put a star in it and I say this is for oh, yeah. trivia. Wait, do you make your stars like Mrs. Sutherland does? What? It, With the five point. I still make my stars like Mrs. Sutherland. Well, doesn't everybody do the five point like that? They just start no. at a different place? Not the Jewish people. Oh my God. <laughs> they think they're so much better than points. us because they have six <laughs> points. Stars have an extra point. You think you're so cool. I will say this about the Star of David, though. That's pretty sick about it. It's two triangles, which I like. I guess it is. Right? Two triangles or two of the strongest will. shape is my point. And follow me. Point. Here. Follow me on. Follow. Oh. <laughs> Follow me on this one here, uh, my friend William David. 
<laughs> Calvin. <laughs> um, social security number. <laughs> <laughs> exact address. Social security Thanks for number. doxing me on my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to don't forget to take out Sarah H's last name. <laughs> in our last podcast, we were I supposed to beep it. I know I did forget to do that, but it's not been out. It's not been released yet. Oh, okay. So. Thank you and for the reminder, I, though. I literally forgot. <laughs> yes, I was thinking about it in the shower after we cast it. I was like, I should text Willie and remind him right now. Forgot. Um, no, because sometimes – okay, no, go ahead. I, I, that was a bad tangent. Go ahead. Oh, God. No, I was going to say um, – skip a bit, 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 skip a bit. Oh, stay with me on this one. Star David is also six triangles and a hexagon. Ooh, there you go. Ha, ha. There if you, you ignore go. the line segments inside of it, I guess you have to. No, no, no. Even no, if you keep them. That's, those are part of the hexagon. Is it? Is that how it works? Star of Willie's middle name. Yes, it is. Hexagon with six triangles. What's your Each good news the... today? I think I already know. Okay. Well, oh, that I have six triangles? Yeah. We're recording this on the day that Donald Trump was indicted. Oh, Donald right. Trump was indicted. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, you know what? It's not we're, we're we're not going to review our political proclivities, which are different from each other, even though we've been best friends forever. But in um, we we are both glad that justice um, is not no one is above justice or the law. We'll put it that way. And this something resounding silence is, means that Willie is he's above the law. Tripping because something is vibrating. And I don't know what it is. Was it your Bilbo Baggins? I can't tell if it's my girlfriend's desk. Her phone's not um, up here. I think anyway. we all know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's her office vibrator. No. Um, <laughs> you guys don't. Oh, you, sorry, wait. You my, guys don't need to wank one out in the middle of the day. <laughs> you guys don't need to wank one out in the middle of the workday. You just at work. You like go into your bag. Like, oh, sorry, that's my work vibrator. <laughs> sorry, guys. I need to go vibrator. take a lunch break and then wank one in the bathroom. In the in the blast one in the gender the neutral bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so much ectoplasm in there. It must have been haunted by a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how female masturbation works. It is beyond. It, me. it does have a lot to do with ectoplasm. That's for sure. I'm guessing. I mean, I feel like everybody, every, no matter, regardless of your gender or sex, I just have a feeling that you make goo when you come. However, you way. identify, there's going to be ectoplasm involved. It is going to be, whether this it's is a goo whether nation. It's, <laughs> this is a goo nation. <laughs> Kiff, I have a very sexy learning disorder. What do I call it? <sighs> sex Lexia. <Sex> <laughs> Segway back to the show. <laughs> Speaking of which, Zap makes a big appearance in this, and I do. He yes. refers to himself as what the the honorable sexy Zap Brannigan, and oh, he yes. says residing instead of presiding. <laughs> yeah, so, like too. we said, this is season four, episode twelve, where no fan has gone before. <laughs> now, this is a Star Trek themed episode. Um, we do. This is a great episode, by the way. Yeah. Excuse me, and. Um, so we basically start out where the Planet Express crew was in like a court martial thing, and they bring Fry Which is out. From, 
which is a trope from from Star Trek, the old Star Trek, right. yeah, exactly where they have the little thing and they beeps. bring Fry out in this little like electric wheelchair thing where he's like beeping, so you th- and he looks like he's like in a vegetative he looks state, stroked out, so it looks like he's paralyzed or something, like he can't move and he has to use this beeping as to communicate. He um, looks like, if you will, Dick Clark on New Year's Day. <laughs> I don't know exactly what you're talking about. I think I can infer. Dick Clark had a stroke and then did Rocket New Year's Eve a year later and was like, oh, God. <laughs> Just imagine Mrs. Avery. I thought you meant like he had the stroke on New Year's Eve. No, no. I was like, wow. The one day a year like a- he works at this point, he had the stroke on that day. Poor Dick Clark. God rest his zombie bones, parentheses toast. We love you, Dick Clark. And if any of your family or are litigious and listening, freedom of speech. Sorry, First Amendment. Okay, don't don't stoke the fire. <laughs> I say, come after us with everything yeah, like, you've got. And if you think, and if you want to sue me, sorry, I'm not sorry, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Clark estate is very litigious, and we picked you on purpose. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this, this is a fun episode. Basically it's done in the style of like telling the story and then they like flash back to what's happening. Um, and so Fry finds out that the, uh, that Star Trek are like banned words. Like they're at the, at the movie store, like a blockbuster, which is funny that like that doesn't exist anymore. I know that's that's another, we need a word for it's not an anachronism. Future, it's, it's a, but it's a type, it's like a subtype of anachronism. Right, exactly. It's like, Things it's like that an they thought were going to be in the future, but then aren't. And so when you're in right. between the two times, you get to see how it's, it's, it it's was inaccurate. It's antiquated for our modern day. So you understand that it is no longer around. So it's preposterous to think that in 20 years, it's gone by the wayside. So in a thousand years, it would be no, it would, not yeah. even close. So anyway, they uh, Fry is like, "Can we uh, let's watch Star Trek?" And then everybody freaks out. I love that the alarm goes off, and then when he's like, "Wait, what? I'm not allowed to say Star Trek." The alarm goes from like wait, wait, wait to like wait, 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 wait. It's like <laughs> it like goes stronger and faster. <laughs> right. It's more severe because of the yeah, the, like a person being like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> Yeah. I also love when we're like basically setting the scene. Zap's like, um, all right, Mr. Fry, one beep for no, two beeps for yeah, or one beep for yes, two beeps for no. Did you commit this crime and are you guilty? And it's like beep, beep. And he's like, yes, yes, that's a double yes. Yeah. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> so Zap's the perfect person to deliver that line to. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, they're basically. We think that at first it's they're arrested because of the Star Trek thing, but then it turns out that mm-hmm. uh, they find out that all the they the he goes to meet Leonard Nimoy's head, and he finds out that all the other Star Trek cast uh, went on a rocket like two hundred years before and like got lost in space and were lost on the planet um, Omega Three or something. Yeah, yeah. Basically, Star Trek becomes. I can a tell that that was a a trivia question because he didn't really affirm me saying it. Yep. <laughs> um, Star Trek becomes a religion, and it becomes basically um, too pervasive in in the world, and so they basically murder them all and and push them into a volcano for all the all the virgins. Into a volcano. <laughs> He's dead, Jim. He's dead. What is Jim. that a reference to? It's a reference to Star Trek because uh, that's what the um, first 
I think the first mate or whatever, or the, no, the doctor. Oh, Bones. Like, He's dead, Jim. Doctor Bones. Isn't that his name? Is that what it is? I no, I don't think it's Bones. Isn't that what? If you can't tell, listeners, we have a very cursory understanding of Star Trek, basically all from Futurama. Yeah, and or the new movies. I Starring anymore the Chris Hawkeye Pine guy. and Zachary Quinto. Oh, I do like Zachary Zachary Pinto Beans. He is Zachary, a very famous gay star. And he is in American Horror Story, which you love so much. Yes, I do love AHS. But the really Did you see the really newest season? No, I tried to watch Oh my God, PD. You are... One, it's farts. Yeah, that's the one, the 80s one. Oh, it's farts. The one that's like Population about the HIV butt. epidemic. And it's like... The monster the whole time. Well, I don't want to spoil AIDS. it. Yeah, basically. You okay, you watched uh, that one then, right? No, I just guess. I it was oh, like, it's I, like I got to like the third episode when they're like at camp, and I was like, "This is fucking." Wait, at camp? Nineteen eighty four. Maybe we're talking about different ones. Are you gonna? Did you just ruin a different season that I actually do want to watch? You rat. It's your fault. <laughs> oh, and now we're victim blaming. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. Anyway, I think you're going to like watching it. I don't think you're going to like it as a plot um, as much as other seasons. Yeah, that makes sense. They always. But there's a lot of things in it, PD, that you're going to like based on how little you cannot talk about Dong on this podcast. So that is true. I do that. And now that I'm on prep, I am no longer like, it, it still bums me out, but I'm like, at least, okay, at least I feel better about it. Like, you know. You got to be careful, PD. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Be responsible. Well yeah. well, yeah, but also like being on prep, you're like, check that box. You makes you feel way better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, enough about my, enough about about my Daniel's sexual health. Years of, of uh, and sexual health. Um, so they basically, the Planet Express crew wants to go find the rest of the cast, um, and they end up entering like the forbidden space around... What's the planet called? Omega three. Yes. <laughs> or are you lying? Omega three fatty acids. No, I don't know. I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. Oh my god, he's he's Who cat, knows? he's he's gaslighting me. I'm I'm cat lighting you right he's now. He's cat he's gas fishing me. <laughs> Ooh, gas fishing sounds sexy. It's when you fart into a jar and you use that as the bait. But you have to like put holes in the top so it bubbles out. That's what all the catfish like. like. <laughs> oh, farts. Actually, to be fair, catfish like the grossest shit. Like gizzards. You go catfish and you use gizzards. Or you use um for carp. Well, they just like the they just like the smell of flesh, I think. All fish like fish like that. <clears throat> Wait. And gizzards are just a thing that you would le- be less likely to eat. I've seen in other places where you you can use like squirrel guts as bait. Like in a survival oh. situation. Because you can't really eat some oh, of the stomach idea, yeah. and stuff. Some of the guts you can't eat. Like the like poop a, tract? Outside of, yeah, outside of like the heart and the liver and stuff, you can't really eat certain parts. So you use I would not be able to bait. identify a squirrel's liver or a heart. I think I you would. I would just like pull them out. No, I think you would. And just eat the squirrel meat. The heart, for the sure, you'd know. Dank. Put some salt on that bad boy. Because a jerky. squirrel's inner rib cage is not that different than ours. I'm sorry. I'm not a squirrel scientist. They ha- so. They're mammals, Petey. They got lungs. They got a digestive tract. They got a heart. I don't even think I could open a human up and be like, yeah, I know exactly what? where the heart is. Your brother's a doctor. 
I know. And, and you've and learned by, nothing? By law, by law, all that knowledge is legally transferred over to me. But <laughs> he's a bone Technically. doctor. Technically. He doesn't deal with, he doesn't deal with Yeah, but he went to med school. <laughs> he doesn't, I mean, forget all you know about everything except for bones, except for, doctor. Except for bones and fine dining. <laughs> SpongeBob reference. Do you remember it. that? Yes, I got it. Do you, do, you, do you remember the episode where... You didn't laugh hard enough. You, just, uh, <laughs> you didn't laugh hard enough, so I'll explain it, so you laugh harder. What is this, boot camp? What is this, boot camp? Oh, God. Speaking of boot camps, um, basically they uh, are recant or re- regaling Zap with the story, and they... The Willie's correct. The heads all end up going to um, outer space because they are um, banished from Earth. They end up <clears throat> well. They're not banished. They just leave because no one appreciates them because they, they were, like, aren't banished. No, because they can't be famous for Star Trek anymore. And then Nimoy stays. And I love this. He's like oh, yeah. Bill. I would love to go. Like Bill Shatner. I would love to go with you, but I have a. I just signed a six month lease on my apartment, and I can't walk away from a commitment like that. <laughs> It's not and even you know an who annual. that? You know that that sounded like something that Will Spangler would say. Oh my god, that does sound like Will. Like guys, <laughs> I can't go because like I just signed a six month lease. Like I can't go into an outer space adventure <laughs> because I just signed a six month lease. <laughs> That's exactly fucking right. He's just gonna stay home and dip carrots and celery sticks and ranch for a side for a snack. God, he did that in college. It was so weird. What? That's a good snack. snack. Get the fuck out of here. That's a good snack. Dude, if, if it involves ranch, it's a good snack. I you no, ranch you on claim pizza, to be a Hoosier. Bites, ranch on bagel bites. You claim to be a Hoosier. In all its forms. You claim to be a Hoosier and you want to dip vegetables in ranch? You and your crew That's the only way to, to eat vegetables. To California, son. Nah. That's not true. Have you ever had bacon, onion, and ground beans? Hmm? Grand Bank casserole. Hmm? Yeah, and then douse that shit in a ranch. Put the crispy onions on top. Withdrawn, Your Honor. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> Withdraw. But wait, that's also still a different way to do to eat with ranch outside of it. All right, you know what? We're but there's ranch the on it, is what I'm saying. We're getting into the semantics of. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good of one. Who's your cuisine? No, you, you should write that one down. <laughs> write that down. Write that down too. Zach Galifianakis is Terry Green. Okay, sorry. Zach um, Galifianakis is Terry Green. T a i r y g r e e n e. You should look it up on YouTube. Hilarious. <laughs> I got cops hobbling out the Chevy dealership. Everybody know where I can get me some iced tea. <laughs> okay, back to this fucking episode. And people I say guess- that our generation has attention deficit. Yeah. ADD, more like ASS, am I right? Yeah, because we got ass, bitch. Because we like to eat. That's our generation. We like to eat ass. Just like Huckleberry Hens, Great Grandpa, and Thomas fucking Jefferson. No. I know he told the story otherwise, but I have a feeling that they were definitely. It's like Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln slept with the same man for five years in the house, even though he was wealthy enough to have a different bed. Yeah, I think those rules do apply to a one-time karate fight. Correct. You, you, knows. God will give you <laughs> a, a life full of a life full gay. of habitual things does equate to a one time karate fight. Right. Fr- <laughs> God gives you one slip up to be gay, and it's only when you're karate fighting the president of the United States. We all know that's in the Bible. And then it's not a sin. <clears throat> and that's not a sin. Exactly. It's actually the opposite of a sin. 
it's like a good deed. It's a chin. Eat the president's ass. <laughs> That's good for America. This, this is, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. What's good for the president's hole is good for the president's soul. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> What's good for the president's soul soul. is good for America's whole. America's whole. (laughs) That's right. God bless America's country and the president's whole. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so we get to the the, um, planet, and there's all these different accoutrements from the set, like. old doors and and um, set pieces and props. And then we have um, an energy alien come out and, and um, uh, basically... Basically reveal that he's like a giant nerd and he's been like trying to right. like remake Star Trek because all the videotapes that got banished from Earth g- crash-landed on this planet. And so it's just a coincidence that all the Star Trek people also did too. So he gives them bodies. They were all heads in jars, and he gives them bodies. Yep. Um, and then he's been waiting for Spock so that they can he can write an episode, a like set. a fanfic episode, and then like reenact it with the the actors. So he also is like do- doing like a whole like convention. And I love when. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, if we don't like Star Trek, do we have to stay at the convention, which is supposed to end uh, it's till the end of time? And then he's like, no, that means you have to stay longer. <laughs> Even longer. And it's like one of the actors and Bender are both like, oh, because <laughs> they don't want to be there. So they end up basically uh, creating this rivalry between Fry, who feels like he is the number one Star Trek fan, and the energy beast being Melvar. Also trivia, obviously. And I'll say this, there's three L's. God damn it. And I love George Decay's like, I think I've heard, I've been to enough conventions to know how Melvar is spelled. Melvar is spelled. Yes, exactly. I do love George Decay in this too. Um, oh they got like my. pretty much all the actors. I mean, I love that. Yeah, they yeah, Michelle, I think everyone original. George. I think they, did they miss out on one and so they created I mean, Scotty. Welsh-y. I think that's why Scotty is Welshy. Oh, because did he die? Oh, I don't know, but uh, that's wait, it. Reminds me of the time when they couldn't Welsh. get Larry Bird, and they're like, "No, I'm not gonna." He's like leaving an answer. He's like, "No, I'm not gonna do your stupid show." Oops, I accidentally googled well, Google imaged Welshie, and it's some artist, and there are he has an OnlyFans. Oops, and I Google imaged it. Oops, on my work laptop. Oops, it's okay. He's only shirtless, so it's not that bad. Uh, who replaced James Doohan in the tw- 2200s because Doohan had trouble yodeling. He has an unnamed cousin, so I don't think he's replacing anyone in particular. Well, I just meant because they couldn't get the original voice actor. They just, like, put in a different guy. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, Welshie's cousin is where they're, tr- they're, they're going to stay at Welshie's cousin. Yeah, and then they crash um, in his guest room. They're going to stay in his guest room. So anyway, Melvar like makes them do this enactment, and meanwhile, Leela tries to like hatch an escape plan. She's like, "Oh well, you don't want us to see the rehearsal, you know that would ruin the plot." So Leela uses that as a chance to escape with Bender and Fry. Uh, but then Fry feels so guilty that he makes her turn around, and he's like, "How like we need a way to save them?" And uh, Fry's like, "Normally, someone would come up with like a really complicated plan, and then someone else would like sum it up in a really like." using some metaphor or something like that. And she's like, well, maybe if I like reroute the engines to focus the quantum beam onto like him. And then, uh, <laughs> Bender's like, Oh, just like putting too much air in a balloon. <laughs> like exactly what Fry <laughs> suggested. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I do love that they, like, basically lambast Star Trek throughout the whole thing. Like, um, yeah, you had all these episodes, and about half of them were decent. Yeah, 79 <laughs> episodes, about 30 of them were good. <laughs> that is the sound of Daniel ticking off a trivia question from his list of trivia. God bless this country and our president's whole. <laughs> so anyway, they, they try to laser beam Melvar, but instead of killing him, it makes him bigger. And so he gra- he's able to like reach out into space and grab the ship and bring them back. Um, and he's so mad that he's like, okay, fuck the rehearsal. Uh-oh. We've got another PP Tom update. This is Danny D with PPTV News. We have a little gay boy couple hanging there, standing. One is oddly enough wearing a pink sweater. The other is wearing a blue sweater. They are arm in arm. They look like a men's room and a women's room next door. To each other. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all for PPT News. Thank you, uh, thank you, Danny D, for that PPT News. <laughs> WPPT <laughs> PPTV <laughs> That is perfect. So anyway, um so yeah, they Melvar gets mad, brings them back and then he's so frustrated that he's like, "Okay, I'm just going to make you guys like all fight to the death," which is like a thing mm-hmm. that they it's also something from Star Trek episodes. So they're um like basically having it's going to Planet Express crew versus the 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 Star Trek crew cast crew, and mm-hmm. um, they end up kind of realizing like oh this is just like what he wants and we actually need to like work together, and I love this moment um, where Takei and Leela are like she's like well our life support systems are fine but our engines don't work and then he's like that's ironic because. Our engines work, but our life support systems don't. (laughs) And then they're like, Leela's like, wait a minute. If your engines work, and he's like, and your life support systems work, and then Fry's like, guys, you're just going in circles. Circles. Let me hold on a little. Like he's and then he says something about like uh like all the pressures on him, you know, like he's like thinking that everybody's waiting for him to come up with an idea, but really everyone's already moved on. Everyone's already moved on. Yeah, they've already figured it out and moved on. We do get some good dumb fry in this. Um, but uh, yeah, basically they're like, they have to do all the start, these Star Trek things. Everyone hates it. Um, and they're like, we're never going to get out of here until Melvar's mom, voiced by the wonderful Tress McNeil, my favorite, um, comes in and she's like, Melvar, time for dinner. He's like, mom, I'm playing with my collectibles. And which leads Fry to believe that Melvar is just a child. And um, she's like, he's no child. He's 34. <laughs> which I was like, how much, what or what years do they have? Because the Star Trek people have been there for 200 years. So he's at least 200 Earth years old. Oh, that's a so good point. 200 actually. divided by 34. You know, how long one of their six, years is? Six. Six, six point something. Yeah. Six point. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, do you want to wrap us up while I go pee real quick? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, while Daniel is having a PP update, no PPT, but just PP, um, I will wrap us up. So basically we end with um, them escaping, and then they run into the dupe ship. 
Um, and then Zap Brannigan's like, prepare to be boarded. And then it cuts back to like the the court martial scene. And they're like, Lila gets mad at um, Zap because they're like, yeah, you're interrogating us and we're still like, we're still being chased by Melvar. And so then all of them get up from their seats and then like go back and are like, continue the fight with Melvar, um, who's been chasing them with like one of his collector ships. Um, right. <laughs> which I love that where it's like, like normally it kind of does that thing of like okay we we talk about the past we talk about the present past and we get back to the present and then we go into the future but I love that the fight's not even over yet right it's like full on media res and Melvar's like yes I'm using one of my collectible ships which you made me unbox yeah so um, eventually the- which after doing a large volume of research on Pokemon cards for the last like week and knowing this um, that's going to devalue it by quite a bit well, you have to unbox the Pokemon card to know what it is. Right, that's true. But like like even having like the smallest like change of the Pokemon card, taking it away from mint, like drops the value sig fig Sig figs. Let's just say sig figs, darling. Sig figs. Um so anyway, how does this end? How does this Two sig figs walk into a bar. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Trader Joe's is anti-gay. And no, they're story. not. And they are super. I'm pretty sure they were like the first grocery store chain to put up like the rainbow flags when that one became I'm a thing. I'm pretty sure that is conjecture, and you do not know that A and B. And so you is yours a, a, a conjecture. Two figs walks walk into a bar. That is not conjecture. Oh my god. The fact that you would think that that is a slur. Walk into a bar. We all know no, it's it. not. Everybody says okay. Um, I also love that that, that <laughs> jo- or not George or not George okay, God damn it. Um, Leonard Nimoy and um, Bill Shatner are like gonna hug, and, and he's like, "I could hug you, but you have no body, and we're both men." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> that's that internalized." Like, I, was, I was gonna say uh, triggered, but I think there's. I think Bill Shatner made some kind of like use some gay slur or made some gay joke that was inappropriate, I think, at some point, A. And B, because George Takei was out at this point when this was filmed and was on it, I think it was... No, no, I think it's fine. It, it probably is a self-deprecating thing for Shatner. More right, than, right, than exactly. Um, but, yeah, so, Petey, what, how, uh, let's get into trivia. We gotta rate it. No, we, we usually do trivia first. No, I, we switch back and forth. Well, you want to rate it first? What are you going to rate it? Um, I'm going to give this three and a half um, beeps. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> um, it was good. There was space travel. I did love that. I loved it. Uh, that there was, um, <clears throat> a, like, you know, action scenes. We get some Zap Brannigan in there. We have a little, a little like, uh, peek into Fry's past, too. But I think they, again, having guests on the show and having guests on any animated show in the early 2000s, they just rely too heavily on it. <laughs> they write oh for it. Oh, my it's God. <laughs> and it's not written as a normal episode would. It's written around the guests, which But is I think they fine. do a really good job of it in this case. They do do a good job. I just am not a fan of, of the way that it was done at that time. Okay, fair enough. Well, I give this one a four. Uh, I think this is a really solid episode. There's a lot of good fry lines in there. I think there's a lot of good, like, I don't even really know that many Star Trek references, and I still think a lot of them are really funny. So, um, Samantha, wow. Carrie, where did you get those shoes? At the sex store? (laughs) (laughs) Sex 
Bar. That was pretty good. Miranda, have you ever fucked a judge because you're a lawyer? <laughs> Miranda, do you usually keep a, your work dildo in your briefcase? I, I got out of a speeding ticket because I had sex with the ticket. <laughs> Not the cop ticket. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, for trivia, I'll go first. <laughs> I was um, thinking about that the other day, because, like, I still can't think of, like, the original thing. I just think of you saying it. Show me. <laughs> yeah. What is it? The life hack. Show me the life hack that you now unconsciously do. I'll go first. <laughs> Why is it a Scottish woman? I don't know. But you're going to see an Instagram or I'm going to find one Instagram. Okay, send it to like, me. That's it. Show me the life hack. <laughs> I'll go first. I'll go first. It's literally just the, thanks a lot, Rachel, as a grown up. Yes, exactly. It's the grown one. Um, okay, I'll go first. Uh, how many episodes and movies were there and where was their destination? 79 episodes, six movies, and their destination was... Omega-3? Fatty acids. Correct. Um, who replaces Leonard Nimoy when his head is stolen? Wait, what? When his head is stolen? From the head museum. Oh. Oh, I don't even remember at all. Do you give up? Echo? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it would be Jonathan Frakes, who is the captain of the um, Star Trek The Next Generation. Gotcha. Uh, he plays Commander Riker. Gotcha. I knew that. You didn't. You're trying to get a rise out of me, sure. but I, I really don't care at this point. You're the one who gets um, mad about trivia. <laughs> I need something in my life to brighten my dull days of Pokemon pandering. Um, pandering was not the right word. Pokemon philandering. That's it. <laughs> How do you spell Melvar? M-E-L-L-L-V-A-R. Damn. Um, oh, what is the... Um, uh, we have two favorite famous police officers. In this episode, we learn... What their what their um, patrol number is? What is it? Oh, car eight one seven seven two. There's a seven in there. Uh huh. Seven two you one. Got, you got the first one right, and you had it right for the first guess, but you had the numbers in the wrong order. Seven eight two. No, your first guess was correct. Two eight seven. The very first one. No, what did I say? No two. 87. I can't I can't. Tell I don't you. know what I said the first time. You had it correct. The first time you had it correct, it was just backwards. 78. I'm giving you. <gasps> but there's three. Seven, eight, seven. I'll give you one more guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've had about 12. <laughs> so I was right, but. You were right the first one, but you just had it. You need to flip it. So instead of going one, two, three, you need to go three, two, one. Seven. <laughs> yes. Okay. There's no two. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no two. Okay. Uh, seven, seven, eight. So close. Seven, one, eight. Oh, I'll one. give you half credit for that, okay, though. Okay. I'll give you half credit because you almost just pulled it out of your. I knew there was a seven. I knew there was a seven. 
Yeah, well, you, you said 817 the first time. I was like, fuck, he's going to get this right off the bat. I thought you were going to write that down and get me on it. Um, and I, it's not a sign because Fry says, I know that siren. It's it's pat- patrol car 718. Like they know exactly the oh, like, Bender. Tone of siren. Yeah, name. Bender says it. Bender says that. Yeah, sorry. Um, and when Welshie is introduced, he's speaking his native tongue. Oh, God. But, but what is he saying? I have no fucking clue. It's it, this one is extremely hard. I will give you fifty percent on it if you can tell me what language he was speaking. It wasn't Welsh. It was Welsh, but he's when he he's speaking Welsh, and I was like, because I was like, he sounds like he's just speaking gibberish. Because to be honest, yeah, because that's what Welsh sounds like. I'm gonna go ahead and disparage my uh, my English uh, ancestors. Well, my British ancestors. Uh, Welsh sounds like gobbledygook. He's saying, I am very drunk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did know, speaking of Welshie, I had to look it up. I did realize why it makes sense that Melvar zaps him three times. It's because Welshie's not part of the original cast, and so he wouldn't have shown up on the videos that he that crash landed because those are the original movies and, and shows, and they Welshie didn't come in until 200 years later. That's right. That's a good point. And Welshie replaced so he's dispensable. Scotty, which we should have known. He's dispensable. Scotty beat me up. Welshie beat me up. That's where the well, yeah. That's where is. that's what the joke is really about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I'm just saying, like, why relax. pick on Welshie if you're Melvar? And I think it's because he's not original cast, and he wouldn't want to zap the original cast that he'd been waiting for. Yes, exactly. For thing. Last question: What is the square root of three fact of three factorial? No, wait, four factorial. <clears throat> uh. And I already know it by heart, but I'm just going to double check because I already know it. Let me well, give me a second. Four <laughs> times three is 12. 12 times two is 24. The square root of 24, I don't know, four something. Um, how do you do square root? <laughs> <Not a calculator. laughs> you do to the half root, to the 0. 0.5, or a power, I mean, to the 0. 0.5 power. 24. Where's the carrot? Uh, square root 4.898979485566356 and I was going to need that out to the 10th digit so okay so now you can never that one you can count, never complain to me one. about any trivia question I ever do again you did that was just, no that was that one doesn't count that was just a special surprise trivia for you at the end because it's our last trivia of the season and I got sad so I wanted to throw oh, another one in okay. there and I knew well, it would I'll be math it. related I'll allow it I know you're smart with math I was almost going to give you uh, a math problem involved with Melvar's name to be like, um, what is like the, Ooh. Ooh. you know, Give like one. what is, how many L's in his name, you know, squared, like what number is that? Nine. Yeah. Well, but yeah, you already knew it was three. So it's not hard. Do I still get points? No, that's not part of the trivia. I okay, said I was going to many, do it. Okay. Here are my real trivia L's question. In Melvar's name squared and then square root. <laughs> okay um let me okay i have a few questions he had to say it he, i had to have it okay what what how Lay it on me big Papa. how does uh how does i actually don't even remember who says this i think it's Fry. <laughs> have you seen this have you heard about this <laughs> um how do they ref, how does futurama refer to itself in this episode 
Oh, when Bender's like, wow, they're canceling yet another sci-fi uh, or intelligent sci-fi show. Okay, you're close, but it's not intelligent. Incredible what's, sci-fi what's show. The, what's the, the um, adjective there? It's not intelligent. Smart? No. Think Incredible? Types of music. Symphony? No, types of Symphonic? music. Genre? Jean Ren Co. Oren. Oren. That is someone we went to high school with. And I'm um, realizing how offensive it is, and I will move on from that. <laughs> I don't think it wasn't like an imitation of an Asian accent. It was Cameron Tabari just changing someone's name to do Donald whatever Luke. he wanted. It had anything to do. Right. It doesn't have anything to do with any type of his name. It was just being an idiot. Um, a. Genre of music, rap. No, no, a type of music. Classical. Think historical types. I'm really feeding this. Classical. Think historical types of music. Symphonic. Historical types of music. We have. Uh, well, you, 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 you said part of it. Symph. No. Oh my god! <laughs> you were there. It's like me with the the eight one seven. Oh, a classic. Yes, a classic, classic science fiction TV science show fiction ended before TV its time. Show. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I know I'll I got that. I'll give I know that I got a lot of help there, but I'll yeah, give that I one to you. That was a hard one. That was a really okay. hard. That was a whole phrase. Okay. You know, I just well. Okay. Well, we. You know. Okay. Where did they send Khan? Fuck your presidential hole <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna write this down Gone! i love that Gone! they like ask the question and then in the audience uh shatner can't help but go con and then fry's like con <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not leaving till i get my 500 quat loose <laughs> it's it's uh 600 um, the score was 600 to 300 damn i should have used that as a well it's a sign it's a sign though uh, no, it's not because Price says 600 quat lose, so but I was gonna say the whole score 300. They never oh, say I 300. Um, I can't remember some shit dick planet. I want to Alpha 5. Seti, yeah, I was not. I'm, okay. I'm not gonna get that one. Okay, what did Nichelle heroically do? Yeah, uh, fan dance. No, she says it that this that she did this. Did she do it in the episode, or did she say like make reference? To she makes reference earlier? to something that she did as Nichelle Nichols. Oh, kiss Shatner yeah, in yeah, season yeah. three, which is funny because when I turned this on, we it had been running in the background from our last one, and the first thing that that came up was I kiss Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and last one. What is Bender's self destruct code? Trivia. I love. Yeah, it. this is for I've this is the last one. One A two B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great! Now everybody knows it. <laughs> I love that everything exposed except for his mouth, and then that's why he's. And then he says that to Takei. He's like, "Thanks a lot, Takei." Now everybody knows it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, doesn't he also like daffodil? The top ten most <laughs> daffodil. <laughs> daffodil. <laughs> Kiss oh. my shiny metal <laughs> metal daffodil. <laughs> all right guys well um that is it for us today special thanks to fuckleberry for uh getting that is it for us this 
squeeze it. Oh my glob. I literally I literally already forgot. Okay, guys, <laughs> let me make this a little bit more special. Okay. So here's what's gonna happen. First of all, okay. thank you so much for listening to season freaking four of this podcast. I don't think I can't believe we're this far. I can't man. believe that we're this far. And here I'm gonna do this. That is it for another season. Uh, thank you guys so much for In listening. Um, read a book. Um, Bring a book. <laughs> and thank you to uh, my co-host, Daniel. Thank you to Fuckleberry for arriving on time when I arrived late. Um, and thank you to my co-host. These things are so much fun for us to do that sometimes when you're exhausted after work, you're kind of like, oh, my gosh, I forgot I have to do this today. But we've been keeping each other honest. We've been keeping our energy up. Um, yes. He sends me tablespoons of sugar in the mail in an envelope, and just I just go ham on it, and it keeps my energy up. So oh, that's uh, that's that's not sugar. It's not powdered it's sugar. Anthrax. It's anthrax mixed mixed with cocaine. <laughs> the most oh, deadly workers. combination. <laughs> the most deadly way to most wait. The most fun. Yeah. <laughs> anthrax and cocaine. <laughs> anthrax and cocaine. It's pretty much morphine. <laughs> Od. Um. But yeah, it's been a great season, and we've got one more squeeze-in until the... The new stuff. End of Oh, my God. That was literally four bursts. <laughs> well, to be fair, Fuckleberry was here, so you've only heard 2.5. That's true. That's true. But that's still Big. four yeah. that you did on the cast. How would you know? Because Fuckleberry, Fuckleberry sent me a burp report. <laughs> the old BR. Yeah. <laughs> He's got KPIs. <sighs> We, don't we all? Don't we all? Um, so, guys, I th- yeah, it's been it's been a it's time been. It's been. It's been a wonderful time on the podcast. So, guys, that means that next episode will be a a season review episode where we take all our rankings and we talk about them and we take them from the top, the lowest ranking, ranked number twelve to number one. And then after that, PD, I think we might end up doing like a short cast break um to catch up mm-hmm. on some after darks etc et um mm-hmm. 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 and so guys it may be a few weeks before season five comes out but we are trying to churn through these because we want to be ready for when the new season comes ready. out so we can jump right over to that which i've heard rumors through the rumor mill mm-hmm. okay not the lumber yard but the rumor mill mm-hmm. we're looking at late summer 2023 okay so, so we probably won't be done in time. Three to five months. Probably won't be done in time, but that's still – we'll get pretty nah, far. We don't want to rush through the new ones. We well, because we are going to do the movies as one. Like each movie is its own instead of being like four episodes. Right. So right, we will exactly, save some yeah. time with that. But um, So yeah, guys, look out for next time we're going to do our season in review, our recap. I always fucking love the recaps. Always Actually, love the recaps. Actually, if they, don't, if they release at the very end of this year – We might be able to make might. it. Because there's three new seasons. Each has 10 episodes, I believe. I don't think they went over it. I think each has 10. So if each actually has 10, that's 30 weeks. There's only been 12 weeks this year. That gives us a 10-week grace period to do After Dark, In Between Seasons, and the movies. So we might, if like they, they do. But we should be, able, we should be caught we'll up. We'll be by, pretty like, close, at least. Next. And guys, you're getting another look behind the Iron Curtain. 
<laughs> how we make this show so organized. We always know what we're doing and we always exactly. are making a plan. And it's never me realizing that Nothing. I forgot to do the same task four weeks in a row, which <laughs> was <laughs> making a plans. song for the call-ins that I have still haven't done. <laughs> and I was supposed to do that <laughs> probably the we beginning of this season. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. All right, guys. Well, as always, you can find us on Twitter at WTT. Please do support us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash world of tomorrow pod. I can't find us on Twitter at WTT. W-O-T? What did I say? You, you just said find us on Twitter at WTT. <laughs> uh, let's go to the... You can find us on Twitter at WTTWOT. <laughs> Welcome to the world of tomorrow. And follow uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash world of tomorrow pod. Thank you so much to our current two Patreon supporters. We love you guys. Dos. And Petey, I'll throw it back over to you. And as always, for all of our listeners, for everyone who took time this season to hang out with us or to put us on the background and listen to us giggle while you're working or flicking your bean even. Fair enough. We'll love you forever. <laughs> we'll love you for always. As long as you're listening, our friends you'll be. And that's a wrap on this season. Take us out. Dealer's choice. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm getting nervous. Uh, (laughs) Palms are sweaty. Palms spaghetti. (laughs) How about we do um, one that we haven't really done in a while, which is I'm trying to find it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no, I want to do this one. Come on, it's a cold one out there. Bye. Bye. Cheese it. Good, good, good news, everyone.